Matsu, 4v2. Celso for Son. For Kane. Oh. Classic Jose Mourinho. Classic Harry Kane. 2-0. He becomes the all-time record goalscorer in North London derbies. He scores his 250th goal for club and country. And his 100th home goal for Tottenham which takes and Liverpool lead Bobby Firmino catch him if you can a massive goal a huge leap a dagger to Jose's heart Dickinson, man with a proven goal-scoring record on this ground. And this is pivotal in the Premier League for Everton. And he rolls it past Alisson, who went the right way, and Everton lead at Anfield by two goals to nil. Milan, it's Lucas Moura, it's Lamella, he's got in. Eric Lamella has arrived with a goal. Good pick-up by Regular. Alexander Arnold's a wonderful cross, and it's produced. A goal-scoring header from Diogo Jota, who hurts Arsenal again. And you just think... Down to Phil Foden. He goes and wants one himself and has got one! And that tops it off. That's a fantastic strike from a fabulous young footballer. Phil Foden at Manchester City. Phil Foden. Actually going to be Bruno Fernandes! It is quite magnificent. That is pinpoint perfect from Bruno Fernandes and Manchester United lead again. Tidy control there by the, uh, the Levante player. Pressure still on. And Demi sends it across. It's a great chance and it's in the back of the net. And for the second time tonight, North Macedonia lead away in Germany. And this time it's Elivel Mas who scored the goal. He's on, sir. Cross towards the far post. Grasco coming in. 2 0 Atletico Madrid. Throws again there. Oh, they scored. It's Justin Clyburn after a real mix up in the Manchester United penalty area. David De Gea couldn't get there. And Justin Clyburn might just have eliminated United from this season's Champions League. Hello and welcome to the St Martin's Football Show. We're on today's show, we'll be looking back at the weekend action from the Premier League, the two Champions League semi-final second legs and the Europa League semi-finals, which unfortunately for Lloyd didn't go to plan, but we'll talk about that one later. On today's show, we'll be joined by the normal trio, then Arsenal fan Lloyd Bounds, 
Tottenham fan Max Noon to have his normal moan probably about Man United, Alex Daisley. And he's got a new section on this show. We're joined by Ethan Hughes, which luckily for me, he is a Man United fan. And he'll have his section where he goes round asking different year groups about their thoughts on a footballing question. So we'll get on to that later. But on the pitch then, on the action on Friday night, it was a massive shot result in terms of the top four. Leicester lost at home to Newcastle 4-2. Brilliant performance and Arsenal only Joe Willock scoring. Paul Dummett, a surprise scorer there. I think he hadn't scored in about five years. He got a brilliant header. And then Callum Wilson got two, which was enough for Newcastle. Old Brighton and Kelechi and Acho with the other goals for Leicester. Um, Max, I mean, we said this happened before. Could Leicester really drop out of the top four for a second year running? I mean, yeah, I think it, it, they do have a little bit of a buffer, but I think it's definitely possible, especially losing to um, you know a side like Newcastle. We haven't been too too poor, but uh, yeah, there is definitely a, a potential uh, for them to do that. But um, yeah, it also, does also depend on the people around them uh, picking up points as well. And obviously, West Ham and Liverpool, you know, there's people chasing have actually been quite poor as well, obviously. Chelsea um, have overtaken them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it does depend on quite a lot of factors, but I do think they definitely can drop out despite, I think, the five-point cushion they have. Yeah, as you said, it obviously happened last year. Hopefully for Leicester fans, it doesn't um, go on again. But this is the sign of a Newcastle that, you know, obviously they're safe now because everyone's safe apart from the three gone down, which we'll touch on later. But... This is one Newcastle can do, isn't it, Alex? Obviously, Callum Wilson back as well. Yeah, Newcastle. I just, you just they had that yellow shirt on. They look pretty awesome. To be fair. They just you, you just it's hard to believe you're watching the same team from one week to the next. Sometimes in the in a Premiership, and that's why I've noticed more about the modern football at the moment. You don't see see the same team week in week out. Whereas during the nineties. I think Man United were dominant for so long, and then Arsenal were dominant. But this year, you know, you 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 watch Newcastle some games, you think, oh, they you know certain to go down, and then some games you think, wow, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just don't understand how how it can fluctuate so much with the same group of players. I know Callum Wilson and Maximan have been injured, but since they've come back, Newcastle looked a bit of a bit of a different animal, really. Do you think that obviously? You know, next season, a lot of teams are going to strengthen. But do you think next season, if they can keep hold of these players and everyone fit, they could be challenging for a top 10 even? It's difficult because they're such a massive club, Newcastle. And I know a lot of people take the mick of what happened when, you know, where Kevin Keegan was in and they've had some really, really bad times going down the championship. But I think if they can get that right, if they can get a, an owner that's willing to invest properly... I don't see why they can't, because I think they've got it all set up. They've got an absolute unbelievable ground. They've got absolute unbelievable fans. So it it wouldn't be out of the question, but um, who knows? Because obviously the rest of the Premiership will probably, obviously when the pandemic is sort of coming to the end, I would suggest there's going to be some big transfers happening. So I don't know. And then moving on to the four games on Saturday, didn't start well for uh, Max's team, Tottenham, losing again. Brilliant performance from Leeds. Stuart Dallas getting one. Patrick Bamford and Rodrigo with the other. Alioski and Rafina with the assists. Obviously, Rafina's been out injured for about five games and he come back and he was brilliant. Human Song got a goal for Tottenham after brilliant setup play from Delhi Alley. Max, probably top four gone, even top five now. Yeah, probably. Um, but I mean, I can't, I've lost hope. I think I lost hope a while ago, to be honest with you. But um, it, it, it is also about just. Uh, moving on looking for a new manager 
uh, now. I think that's more important than anything, uh, just because you can't expect too much from from Ryan Mason. Obviously, he only had you know, two or three games, four games in management. Uh, and yeah, I think it's mainly the defense as well. I think the defense you need to get a new defense, and I think that was the reason uh, for the result. I mean, I think it was mostly due to Leeds being very, uh, very good. But um, yeah, I think Eric Dyer, obviously quite poor. Uh, I think you probably could have started, you know, well, you could look to start Joe Roden or somebody in his place. But yeah, you definitely need new signings there, really, to sell some of the players that uh, are there uh, now. But um, yeah, I think I think the attack were, were, were you know were quite good, but yeah, I think it was just kind of imbalanced all around uh, for Spurs. And there's been ne- many names going round, obviously managerial. Scott Parker, obviously being one. Um, Nuno, we've said before, possibly being another. Looking on the names that you've been linked with and have gone now, obviously the Ajax manager signed a new deal um, as well. Do you think that? Um, well, first of all, who do you want in? Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, there's quite a lot of options. Uh, you're never really going to know. I mean, none of them are proven. Uh, you know, none of them are top quality proven, but you're not necessarily going to get that with the Spurs. I mean, Ten Hag, the Ajax manager, would uh, be quite a good option. Obviously, I, I did want Nagelsmann, but that's looking like it's totally off now. I think probably Ranić would also be a good option too. But I mean, there's been lots of talk about, you know, Brendan Rodgers. I don't think that's going to happen. I wouldn't really want that to happen. And really, I think... Uh, Graham Potter would be a good option in terms of you know maybe availability and price and actual uh, quality as well. So I mean, if I had to pick, probably Graham Potter just because of the price. I think that's probably maybe the most reasonable uh, and fits what they're looking for. Uh, I suppose. Yeah, as well, it will be interesting. But for Leeds, um, that means at home and our Ellen Road, they've gone and beaten against all of the top six, obviously Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, Tottenham, Man City, Chelsea as well. So. Uh, an incredible record. Obviously, you saw Leeds in the Championship last year, Alex. Could you see this coming this season? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I cut out there. What, what, what did you say? I said about Leeds. Obviously, they've gone and beaten at home throughout the season against the Big Six. Could you have seen this even at the start of the season? No, not not, not really. Not when you look at the, the amount they've spent. They haven't spent a huge amount of money, have they, really? Um it's the same squad that was in the championship, basically, other than what was it, Rafinha they brought in and Rodrigo, Rodrigo, which have been you know amazing signings. But um, you know that team, I struggled in the championship. You know it's been in the championship for probably about two or three years as a group. So I think what it does show, and it shows teams like perhaps your Fulham's, your West Brom's, is the fact that it's not always great to go out and invest heavily elsewhere. Because I said that team, it's not a huge difference from the championship team that they had. Obviously, they've added one or two quality elements. And I think next year, if they can, again, with their fans back in Ellen Road, I've been to Ellen Road a few times, and it is very hostile, very hostile. One of the real, you know, old-fashioned ground. If they can get fans back in there, I think they're going to be a real danger next year. Yeah, as well, obviously, big club, big history as well. Um, I mean, could they get European football next year, based on what you said? <sighs> Again, I don't know if it, will it be second second season syndrome a bit like Sheffield United. I'm not sure, but you, you don't want to go over the pot. But the manager seems to keep them all very grounded. He said he's a he's a very grounded fella. You know, living above a news agent, using public transport and stuff, which you don't use, especially with, with the modern football way it is at the moment. You don't hear that very often. So, yeah, said as a Cardiff fan, you know, a lot of people don't like Leeds, but I I, I haven't really got a bad thing to say about Leeds. Like. They've, they've never really sort of hit my radar in that respect. So, you know, I wish them all the best, to be honest. 
Um, yeah, as we said, it's been a, a really good scene for Leeds. Obviously, top 10 could happen. Um, we all know how bad Arsenal beam. And then in the other three o'clock games, Crystal Palace beat Sheffield United 2-0, meaning they've reached the 40 points barrier. Ben Teke and Eze with the goals there, and Eze also got an assist as well. And as we've mentioned on many occasions, what a signing he's been from QPR as well, and one to watch out for next season. Then the big game... Man City had the chance to win the Premier League. They couldn't take it because they lost at home 2-1 to Chelsea. Obviously, they got in the Champions League final in a few weeks as well. That was despite Raheem Sterling scoring after 44 minutes. Sergio Aguero missed a penalty as well. We talk about that terrible Paninka, which kind of did cost Man City because a brilliant strike off the bench from Hakim Ziyech and then Marcus Alonso finished it off um, as well for Chelsea, Astler, and Werner with another assist. Um, I mean, could could this happen again in the Champions League final, Lloyd? Because obviously Chelsea beat them 1-0 in the semi- FA Cup semi-final at Wembley. They've beaten them in the Premier League. Can it be, I'd say, third time lucky or, or will Man City, you know, keep in something in the bag? Uh, I'm definitely still going to back City for the final. Uh, like you said about the FA Cup game, Chelsea fully deserved to win that. But then I think in this league game, City were all over them, basically. And they had miles better chances. Like, let's say Guerrero puts that in, and, it, and it's 2-0. Then, well, there's really, there's no way Chelsea can back from that. Uh, but I, I definitely think I definitely think City proved them they'll win the UCL final. Uh, Pep also, well, he also did his... So his typical thing of playing a very weird formation. But luckily, he's got that out of the way now. So hopefully, it just goes into the final with a proper set-up team. And I can easily see them winning. I mean, there was many incidents for VAR, obviously. We are taught that Guerrero was a bit like Luckman when he had Fulham. He tried to pin in and he went terribly wrong. But there was the VAR incident. Obviously, the big one was Sterling where Kurt Zuma um, grabbed his shirt about five times. Was it a penalty for you? Uh, I, I think it's probably one of the ones where it, like, where it could be, but you're not really going to complain if it wasn't given. Well, Dean, Dean Smith obviously did when um, Pogba got fouled in Man United game. Well, Dean, Dean Smith complains about everything, though. <laughs> well, they do compare him to Alex sometimes, but um, <laughs> in, in the moaning sense, that is not the, the footballing sense um, as well. But <laughs> I'll accept that. Thanks, Leon. That's a compliment. I'll take that all day. <laughs> um, well, you could do a much better job can you in managing Aston Villa taking to the league of course no, I, I couldn't manage a supermarket never mind a football team <laughs> um, but obviously as we said man it's probably going to happen they may have to wait a week because obviously we got games in um, midweek to play as well but um, for Chelsea is that probably top four sealed now for you Max or can they have a little blip I mean, it's possible, but I, I don't see it. I think it's secure for them now. And then one team that was going for the top four and could still get it is Liverpool. They won at home 2-0 against Southampton, Saudi Amani and Thiago with the goals there. Mo Salah did get an assist as well, but again, not scoring. And Roberto Firmino coming off the bench and getting an assist um, as well. I mean, Mane finally scoring, Alex, something Salah hasn't done in a while. Or against Kenya, that matter. Oh, no, he did. I, I, I want to hop back to you and Max because I said Max knows his football, Lloyd knows his football. But um, the, the Vernus conversation, I, I, I think he's been amazing this year. I honestly think the, the more, honestly, yeah, the more I've looked back on it, the more oh, I've looked uh-huh. back and no, no, bear in mind, they paid, I think, they, did they say they paid 40 million for him, 50 million? I don't know how much 40, it was. Yeah, 40, in the 50. 
40, which okay is a lot of money in compared to Cardiff City level, but compared to Premiership level is peanuts really. When you had Man City that forked out, was it 60 million on Mendy and 50 million on Diaz and Cancelo? And again, I don't know the prices. You guys will probably know. And I look what he's done, and I I think people have been a little harsh. I'm not saying he's been a he's come from a an average German club, not, not Bayern Munich, not, not average. Leipzig and an average German club, and they they're not. They're, they're they're in top two, top three every season. Right. Okay. So they're a top three German club. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll take that back. I think he's done really, really well. The amount of assist, the amount of running he does is incredible. Now, don't get me wrong. I think next year he is going to be literally the star of the Premier League because I really think he's got everything. There's nothing yet. He runs. Is don't get me wrong. I don't think Chelsea play a very expansive game, like I said before. But I think he's. I think he's been really unfairly treated. I really do. I think he's had. I think he's had more assists this year. What was the stat? More assists this year than any other player in their first season or something. It was. A, it was a crazy stat I read. And I think. I think um, people are having perhaps been a little bit harsh on him. To, to be honest, I, I, I really do. It's not as if they paid really? 100 million for him. Well, well yeah, I think... because people go mad about Diaz. Oh, he's blocked this. He's, he's a man mountain. Well, that's what he's paid to do. He's mass, throw his yeah, six in front He scored 10 and he's, he's assisted 10. That's not a bad return in your first season in a Premier League, which is notorious the hardest league in the world to play in, coming from the German League. I, I don't think that's nothing to be sniffed at. I really don't. And bear in mind, Chelsea went through a phase where they were, they were quite poor, I think. And I, I think, he, as I said, I I don't think he's been as bad as perhaps people are trying to betray him that he has been. In my I opinion. think I think it is to do with expectation. I think he's, he hasn't done what he was expected to do. And Possibly, I mean, he's still done yeah. well, uh, you know, comparatively. But he hasn't. I think people were predicting, him to, you know, win the golden boot, which I don't think it was ever going to happen because even in Germany, I think is is you know shooting and goal scoring stats uh, weren't the best. And I think right. when you factor in that. The goalkeepers in Germany are worse as well. I think it, it would it does make sense he would maybe struggle a bit goal scoring wise. But I think there are tons of instances where you can have maybe the, the like the you know repostable moments with Werner where you know he misses a sitter and I think that creates yeah. a lot of uh, you know kind of uh, you know a lot of noise. Yeah, and, and, as I said, as a striker, he's missing a lot, which I think is always always a good sign. He's not getting the chances. And I think next year, I think obviously the guys they signed is it Ziyech and Ziyech. they're going to get stronger because they. You know, they're going to be used to playing in the Premier League. They're going to have the Euros behind them. So I think they'll have a good pre-season with Chris Tuchel seems to know what he's doing in that respect. I I think Chelsea could be a real danger next year. For, yeah, I'm, I'm more excited about Havertz. I think Havertz could be really good next year. Yeah, and, but I just I just thought, one more you said, Max, because you speak a lot of sense, to be fair. But <laughs> um, I, I, I just think that he's, I just think he's been perhaps a bit, Better in my opinion, but I know what you're saying perhaps just other people was expecting a lot of him and said 50 million for a team like Chelsea is is not really a huge amount, is it? In my you know, yeah, but considering like like Max said, obviously there was a lot of you know hype around him. He's done well for Leipzig. He's done well in the Champions League and what have you. I mean, look at the chances he's missed. I yeah, mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not defend. You can't defend that at, at that level. You have to put those type of chances away and I'm not defending that but I said I'm sorry to hop back to the old days but Andy Cole prolific but he, he missed hatfuls of chances hats loads of chances he missed and and I think when you're in a strike in that position Ruud van Nistelrooy he was he missed hatfuls don't get me wrong he scored hatfuls as well but he missed hatfuls to be fair to Werner he's coming to a Chelsea team who I, as I said don't think are that expansive and I think he's 
his assist level and his goals. I think I think you'd be happy with that if if, if you're a Chelsea manager after after one season. Like season's not over, so perhaps you'll get possibly twelve goals, twelve assists. I think that's not a bad not a bad return. I'd be interested to see what he does next year, but I'm I'm tipping him for big things next year. And one player that Liverpool fans would be tipping for big things is Thiago. Finally scored his first Liverpool goal. Is this possibly Lloyd for you the sign of maybe the Thiago we've seen at Bayern is you know he's been world class or do you think that he'll struggle in the Premier League like he's been doing? Well, the, the Thiago at Bayern he's got like one goal um, in his last season. Like he really isn't a goal scorer at all. I saw so many people saying like, oh, he's he's finally got his first goal, but like he wasn't brought in to score. Like I think I think he's played really well. Like there's a few games especially. Like he has had a tough first year. But then again, so is the whole Liverpool team. Like he, like for the majority of the season he was playing as his DM instead. Because Fabinho was a centre back. I reckon next season when Fabinho's in midfield, Van Dyke is potentially back a centre back. I reckon he'll really thrive and I reckon he'll he'll push them back back up to the top. It's like if you look at some of the games he's played, like I always go back to them to the Everton game earlier in the season. Like he, he was really good. And I th- I really like him, and I I definitely think he'll come really good next year. Um, yeah, and then moving on to the Sunday game, Shirley game, it was a dramatic game really. Wolves beat Brighton to one. Lewis Dunk put Brighton head after 13 minutes. Triori then got Wolves and equaliser coming off the bench. And then Morgan Gibbs White is scoring his first Premier League goal, a crucial goal for Wolves, getting their, them the three points. Neil Morpey got sent off in the 97th minute. And apparently, Lewis Dunk, am I right? Lewis Dunk got sent off as well? Did he? Yeah, yeah. He, he did. I didn't, didn't watch it. So. It, it was Lewis Dunk doing the game. And then after, after the whistle was blown, classic Morpey got a red card. That's right, but I mean, were they red? You obviously know more. Were they red cards? Both red cards for you, Lloyd? Uh, the dunk one was, but then, well, I turned the TV off. I, I wasn't expecting a, <laughs> a a fire after the game, so I, I'm not really sure what happened there. And then moving on, anyway, obviously both teams um, mid-table going, for, I suppose, you know, going for prize money really. And then the next game involved the best game of the weekend: Aston Villa against Man United at Villa Park. Um, he finished 3-1 Man United. Burnett Traore put Aston Villa ahead after 24 minutes, though. Poor defending. Then um, we're just doing what we normally do. Comeback Kings. Bruno Fernandes scoring a penalty in the 52nd minute. Mason Greenwood getting one brilliant strike in the 56th minute. And then Edison Cavani coming off the bench and scoring a brilliant header in the 87th minute. Wan-Bissaka and Rashford with the assists as well. And Ollie Watkins got sent off. He did a disgusting challenge on Harry Maguire for a yellow card. Then he got sent off for diving after trying to win a penalty. Um, going round, um, Dean Henderson. Go on, Alex, we'll start for you. Anything to moan at this week? No, Man United are wonderful, as I said. said next year with Ollie. oh, I tell you what, it's going to be the quadruple. Going to be the quadruple. I, I just, you know, you know, they beat Aston Villa three one. Congratulations, we beat we beat Aston Villa only last season in the championship. It's nothing to boast about, really, is it? As I said, well, better than some clubs, Arsenal. Yeah, possibly, but I don't know why. And you think, you think obviously we'll talk you up league later, but you have a go at Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, right? 
Yeah, because he's a clown. Yeah, he, he, he's a clown, and this have your worst Cardiff City man, your worst Man United. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm won a trophy. He's got us to a final. He's got us to second, which I know yeah. you're saying, well, you're the biggest club in the world. Well done. I mean, surely well, okay, the boots okay, on the other foot, and he should be Arteta. Well, no, no, now clown. Let, let, let me just read you. I, I don't. I think you're a bit harsh. You know, this is the problem with Man United fans generally. They don't <laughs> seem. They just don't see the bigger picture. Let, let me just run you through a few a few numbers. Manchester City, twenty-five man squad value, eight hundred and ten million. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal squad value, four hundred and forty-four million. Yeah. Mm. Man United, six hundred and twenty-eight. So literally, you spent only two and two hundred and fifty million more than Arsenal, and you're second. Arsenal have spent Arsenal spent more money than West Ham, and they're what five places below. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, you, you, you're comparing. You're not comparing. Right, I don't see literally Man United. Right, I haven't won anything yet. Now I'm not saying you won't beat Villarreal because you probably will. Because not exactly. I mean, you know, congratulations. But I'm asking you, what is your hope? All joking aside now, what is your hope for Man United in the next three years? We'll win the league. You won't with Ollie as manager. We unless won't. You, unless you buy Harry Kane. Which I think we will. Which, 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 we, which, we, Cavani signed a one-year extension. Right, Cavani's not going to win you the Premiership. Don't get me wrong, he's a decent player, but he's not going to win you the Premiership. He's no winning. Cavani and Harry Kane up front, on form Greenwood, on but form Fernandes, Pogba, Bashford when he signed you. Yeah, Defenders, Wan-Bissaka right back, Luke Shaw. Uh, my only worry about going for the league title yeah. is our bench. Right. Okay. I, don't, I don't think we have the depth there. Right. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Then. So, how are you going to stop losing at home to teams like West Bromwich Albion, who just got relegated? How, how are you going to stop? Whoa, whoa, thing, but... How are you going to stop losing at home to teams like Crystal Palace? The only top six club they've beaten is yourselves at home. So how are you going to change that around? What's going to change the dynamics? Are you going to change that around? How 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 are you going to do that? I I don't, I don't really know. What, well, what our away form's clearly good. I know right. everyone's in the same boat with fans. So, and so you, are you going to be really, happy with that? Really... Don't you think Man City are going to they're going to invest as well, aren't they? Because obviously they're not going to have Guerrero's wages no. to, to pay, so they're going to invest as well. Now at the moment, I don't like to say this. I'm not a Man City fan, but there's streets ahead of you. Now, if they add oh, yeah. one more pl- one more player to that, they're going to make you. If it's going to be a big star like, you know, Hangland and uh, <laughs> you know, or Mbappe or whatever, so they're going to go even further ahead. So yet again, if we go around this time next year, you're still going to be second. What I'm saying to you is, what what's the point of that? Who could come in and do a better job then and win us the league? I don't I don't know. Bertie Bassett, as far as I'm concerned, I don't I don't know. I just think that Oli Gunnar Solskjaer sits there. You know, he, for me, he just doesn't seem to know what he's doing. For a Man United man, he doesn't seem to be in control. And that's what I find worrying for, for Man United, is the fact they're a huge club, massive, massive club, no doubt about that, possibly the biggest club in the world. But I think Ollie will not be able to take you to the next level. I don't think he's got it in him. He wrecked Cardiff City, he destroyed us. You know, he bought all these ridiculous players from Norway and... Whatever else he bought. Well, he was already he was already going to go down. Yeah, but yeah, not the Premiership. But I'm, I'm talking about the Championship season, Leon, when we lost to Norwich and uh, Accrington Stanley. Yeah, I'm not talking about you know, and we lost to Coventry in the in the first round of the League Cup. I'm not talking when we in the Premiership. He couldn't have kept us up. Mourinho wouldn't have kept us up. But what I'm saying is, I don't think that Oli has got the nounce or the ability to take you any further than setting in the league and winning your. But he's better league. than Arteta. 
But yeah, but Arteta's only been there for what two years. Uh, yeah, why does he just come back to Arteta every single time? Be- no, because Alex has to go Oligan and Social. Yeah, and then you just direct it straight at Arteta. Oligan, but surely it's got to be on. If you give Oligan and Social loads of credit, you've got to give Arteta even even more. I, I, I'm not saying I'm There's not saying Arteta's in the league. They bottled the semi final. Yeah, and admittedly, and I'm not saying he's done well, but what I'm saying is, I think now Arsenal might have even are looking. I don't know what's going to happen with the takeover. I don't know if they're going to invest. Are they still turning in a corner? Well, I I don't think they should, you should be that worried as an Arsenal fan because Arsenal haven't been really competing at the top end of the Premiership for a, for a couple of seasons. So there's no one of real... the biggest clubs in England and in ninth. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I can't really defend that. Fair, Man United have fallen as well. A lot further, I would suggest, than where they were. We mean a lot further. I, I think that's no, we still win more yeah. trophies than you. Well, you won't made the 26 because Man United beat Villarreal, but we we won two last year. <laughs> we have, we we did debate the Community Shield, and you said possibly. Well, we can't count now, but yeah, you wait for college trophy. Okay, we'll, but we'll win the community show because no, no. We well, all I'm saying is, Leon, I don't think, I think you, there's a big problem with Man United is the fact that you've got players there, you ain't going to keep them all because if Pogba's got any sense, he'll leave. Now, you, you, you lose a player like Pogba, you might not rate him as highly as I do, but you're in trouble, you're bang in trouble because you've got no one that can come in and replace him because you, you've annoyed that Dutch guy which you spent, was it 40 Bad million or Van der Beek doesn't. I don't know if he's a good player, bad player. Because I, I haven't seen him. Now all he's spent all that money on him to chuck him on the bench. Now I wouldn't mind if he was 19, 18. But what was the point of that? And you, and you tell me all he seems to know what he's doing. No, not for me. Because at the end of the day, what you needed, like you said, was either a, another top quality striker or a top quality central midfielder to go with them. But he didn't. So I don't see what. You, you can't keep relying on the same players, surely. If you're saying what, for me that doesn't show any trust. If he to know football to bring a player like that in and not play him. Well, we're we're gonna stre- we we are gonna strengthen in the summer, I think. So who who do you think you're gonna lose then? What what players do you think you're gonna lose? Or lose? No, uh, not I lose, think... but leave the players that leave. I think the hay will leave. Right. Yeah. Well, that's not gonna be no major loss, is it? Pogba might go. That's a massive lock. Because I think if Pogba goes, not. you don't think. What? Dude, what? Think that's a no, he's not that massive of a loss. He's like what? your best midfielder. He replaces. No, no, he repla- yeah, I agree with Max Anloy. I think Pogba is such a good player. I, I don't better think. than better than Fernandez. I'm not. I'm not saying he, he be- he's better than. He's better than Fernandez. So, so is is he better? better. They're quite different positions as well. I think Pogba's very underrated. I, I think he's a great, great player, and I, I think you lose him, Leon, and I think you're gonna have you're gonna have a job replacing him. I really do. We've played we've played a lot of games and done well without him. Yeah, but not yeah, win no. the league. Good. Well, we haven't won the league with him, have we? So. I know, but yeah, well, if you're signing, you know, Ronaldo, Kane, and bloody Messi as well, you, you're gonna I, I, need all the quality you, possibly, you can. To you, you never know man. with Pogba. You never know with Pogba and his agent and what have you. Whether you go, I think De Gea, Van der has been linked with Roma this week. Whether or not you you go for about thirty million, he's been linked with possibly. I, I don't. I think we we can only get better and we can only strengthen. And I think next year, dare I say it, if we if we strengthen with a Harry Kane, possibly another midfielder, 
maybe a, a few more additions or strengths in our bench. If you if you get Kane, that isn't happening. Though. Like Kane is going to be almost all of your budget. It's right, not Kane and a, it's not going to be Kane, another world class midfielder, another centre back. It's it's going to be Kane. Like that's it. Well, and like I said, what, what, say you sign Kane, then yeah, for example, right? So, which which is not out. I don't think it'll happen, but it's not out of the realms of possibility that it'll happen. Yeah. Now yeah. say Man City go out and spend how much is a that. Hang man gonna cost 150. Now they're gonna think, right? Okay, if they're gonna do that, we haven't got a great wages, which I'm assuming is probably one of the highest in that squad. They're gonna go out and buy someone else for 50 million. It could be a left back, full back, goalkeeper, I don't know, whatever it is. Now, again, they're not gonna be worried about you. I think Lloyd, again, you look at Liverpool, 100% agree with, with what he said about Chargo. They, they're gonna they're gonna be much better next year. They, they are, do, do you know what I mean? They are. So, I think we can win the league next year. What with the team you've got now. No, with minus Pogba. Minus Pogba, yeah. <laughs> with with a Harry Kane, I yeah. think we can win the league next year. So what? But what? What makes you say? And I I agree, Harry Kane would improve any team. He's world class. He get into any league team in the world. No no doubt about that. But what I'm saying is, Man City are going to strengthen. You would suggest Chelsea will probably spend more money again. I think we will. If you buy Kane, you don't buy anyone else, and like I think you'd probably agree as well that your whole defense is kind of the issue. And like, they like that's bad, are they? Yeah, are they are they tight or winning? No, I wouldn't say they are. Yeah, I wouldn't say they are either. It's also Alex Ferguson is like a really famous quote: "If attack wins your games, the defense wins your titles." Like you, could, I think you can add Kane. Like obviously, then your attack well, I mean, is the best in the world. McGuire's but... been far better. Lindelof, you have questions over whether or not. But uh, but if... and Shaw are good players, but they're, they're probably better offensively and defensively, and that is the worry for you, isn't it? They're not. They're... I think. I think if, if we if can. If you had a choice we... of Kyle Walker or sort of Wambasaka and, and, and Luke Shaw. I think Kyle Walker is not a better player. No. I think, I think Wambasaka no. and Shaw are better players. But what Kyle Walker is, he's just a bit bit stronger defensively, I think, than Shaw and Wambasaka. Yeah, and that's what the, the... If, if, we, if we can sign a centre-back and Harry Kane, I think we can win the league next year. Now, obviously, I love to talk about Man United on the show. I try to give us a lot of credit, but I have to be impartial. But luckily, we are joined by... A Man United fan that doesn't have to be impartial. So, Ethan, obviously, you heard about Alex moaning. Do you think we can win the league next year? I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think right. I know Leon. You've you've got to give it. Everyone's given their opinion. This is my opinion now. I think if we lose, I agree. If we lose Pogba, we have a slimmer chance of winning it. But like you said as well, we sign like I don't know, like Harry Kane or something. We could have again a better chance. Do you think? Do you think? Pogba, not... Do you think Pogba will be much of a miss compared to what Alex is saying? Do you, do you rate Pogba highly? Um, I think he's a bit. Um, I think he's underrated but overrated at the same time. If I have to be completely honest. Yeah. So obviously, you know, Alex, you always draw. He's won the World Cup, whatever, and. But why do you rate him so highly, Alex? Uh, I just think he's got an all-round game about him. He's he's strong. Is he the best midfielder? In your opinion, is he the best midfielder in the Premier League? On his day, yeah, I think he is. And that's better than De Bruyne. Yeah. On pure on pure ability, yeah. No. Easily. No. 
No. He's not better than De Bruyne or Alex. Well, he's not. Yeah, but they play a completely different position. I think pure quality, pure look, looking at this, I don't think Pogba's got a weakness in his game. That's in my opinion. The when you watch him play for France and Man United, all right, there is a bit of a difference, obviously, because France have got a better team than United, and you can't, no one can disagree with that. But no. I, I, I think, yeah, I think Pogba's quality. I, I think he's, as I said, I think if you lose him, he'll come back and bite you definitely. You think again? Yeah, I think he'll if he goes to Real Madrid or I don't know where Barcelona. I think if he comes back and plays against you, it'll. I think he'll come back to bite you. So I, I honestly think he is a, a top top draw player. We're moving on from Man United then on the other side. Yeah. Of Aston Villa yeah. had a, a decent season. You could probably say with Aston Villa, they they started off well. They had the coronavirus issues, and then you know it's all say it's gone downhill. They were in with a chance of European spots, but it was a big ask for them. But I suppose, you know, they've done well this season compared to what they were last year. And then the final two games, Everton got a crucial win against West Ham, which boosted their European chances um, as well. There, that was thanks to a goal from Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Brilliant ball from Ben Godfrey and then Calvert-Lewin finish. Um, damaging blow for West Ham. Lloyd, do you think that this could be the end of their top four chances or could there be a, a twist in the tail? Uh, I, I think I think potentially they could still make it, but genuinely, I, I don't really see it happening now. Yeah, and, Ev- and Everton, European football for them? Uh, d- no, I, I think they'll miss out on it. They might get a, the Conference League. Must be more than Arsenal. Um, and moving on to your Arsenal, you beat West Brom 3-1, which relegated Big Sam for the first time in his managerial career from the Premier League. That was thanks to goals from Emil Smith-Rowe, Nicolas Pepe and Willian Saka and Chambers with the assist as well. But Matthias Pereira probably has been West Brom's only saviour this year. And I think if West Brom didn't have Pereira, I'd probably say they would finish bottom below Sheffield United, maybe and being a bit harsh as well. Then Connor Towsend, who's been another really good youngster on loan from Chelsea, is well, I say, you know, it's been crucial to um to you know to linking up with Pereira. We can put it that way. But Lloyd, uh, a Premier League win, could you even get European Conference League, or is your season over thanks to a, a certain Unai Emery? Uh, yeah, I think the season's fully over. Uh, I don't even want Conference League. That's just too embarrassing. Like <laughs> I, I don't even want that. Like you make history, look- first English team in it. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and then like we'll win it, and it'll be like European trophy. Like that, like <laughs> say, say we do get it, and we get to the final, we win it. There's no way I'm celebrating a Conference League trophy. Like, there, like that, no way. Like that's literally like uh, so that is the like weirdest trophy ever. You, you get Europa League if you win it, then. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll celebrate that part. Uh, <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna be like, like I'm not gonna celebrate the overall win. But like it's just going back to the West Brom game. Like I don't know. It was quite good to see Emil Smith Rose score. Quite a nice goal as well. Willian finally scored, really good free kick. Uh, well Pepe scored a really good goal as well. But like why now? Like why can we do this on Thursday? Like you said against Villarreal. Like I th- like if you're sort of tired the whole game, he didn't even care. Like we were scoring these really good goals, but like and he was just sat there not reacting. Like if we could do this now, why can we do this against Villarreal? I mean, it's, as you said, it's, it's a huge question that, you know, it's 
killed your season. But for West Brom, on the other hand, um, Big Sam's, you know, his first ever relegation. A lot of people have said if he come in earlier, Max, he could have kept them up. Do you agree with that? Or were they gone? Um, I mean, potentially, but I, I think it's definitely a possibility. I think they, they've um, looked a lot better under him and obviously put quite a fight in the last couple of weeks. But um, I think the, the squad just isn't good enough, really. Uh, and I think he would have really had to have quite a, a miraculous season to keep them up. But yeah, I think definitely if he came in earlier, he would be in a better position. But I mean, you could probably make the argument that um, Bilic probably could have done a could have maybe redeemed himself towards the end of the season. But you, you'll never know, just like you'll never know about you know Big Sam coming in earlier. But yeah, I mean, I just think it was kind of a doomed job from the start. I just don't think they're very really quality. And Alex, obviously the three teams going down, um, Sheffield United, Fulham and West Brom, obviously your belated Cardiff are in it. Do you worry that it could be like this season potentially if Bournemouth win the playoffs, it could be the Premier League teams going back up or do you think you know some might struggle? I don't know. Didn't you, didn't you say, oh, Max or Lloyd, one of you said previous shows that Fulham had seven loan players or something crazy, yeah. or is it less? Than, so, obviously, I'm assuming they're going to lose. Well, Ariola will go back to Real Madrid. Yeah, so I'm assuming most of the players, are, so it depends what they... See, it's, it's going to be a difficult season now. Obviously, I think the championship is going to become harder. Um, you know, it's never an easy championship to get out of, but... You know, when the coronavirus is gone, you're going to see more teams lose their players. Perhaps that Pereira, like you said, might go on to a a Villa, a Leeds. I don't know. Um, West Ham already. Yeah, could even go. Yeah, higher. So we could go to a club. So, and they're not going to be half the team. They're going to find that very difficult to replace. So, I'm not going to make any predictions of a championship, but I think it's going to be vital this year. And I think there's going to be more transfers happening from championship clubs back into Premier League clubs than they did this year due to the pandemic. So. Who knows? And obviously, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have fans back because it was announced in Wales today, um, you know, we're going to have fans back at Newport County in Swansea. So you'll be able to go down to the Cardiff City Stadium, Alex, and watch your Dross football under Magic Mick. Yes, I said, looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Enjoying championship football, like, you know, we're going to have... Well, uh, yes, I, I think you'll enjoy it more if you actually got into it. What 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 was the quote from the weekend? Some some um, ridiculous quote. Some, I think some commentator said it's it's the best league in the whole wide world. <laughs> so you could you could keep the league or Premiership or whatever it was. I don't know. I can't I can't remember who said it, but uh, it is. I don't care what you say. The quality's not there, but for excitement and no, goals yeah. and stories, it's it's a great league. It really is. And we and Derby could still get relegated as we said yesterday. The financial fair play. So check well, yes. I, I don't Do you know agree what, with that? In the championship, considering the money difference in the Premier League and the EFL. Well, I don't really understand. The, I don't really understand the football finances. As I said so. I, I don't know. I, I thought you had to. You couldn't. I just don't understand it. As I said, so I don't know what what they've done or what have they offered too much money to a player. I I don't know. So um, you guys will probably know more than me on that. But unfortunately, if they've done it, well, they're gonna have to be punished at some point, aren't they? This, do you think it would be fair this season or next season? Heavier punishment next season it would be. Well, again, you, you're going to get teams... If this season they would relegate them and save Wickham. So Wickham, I would suggest, is going to be the same as West Ham. Do you remember when they stayed up in Sheffield United under Warner right. to place a legal battle? I'm assuming Wickham would do the same. If So I, I, I don't know. As I said, I, 
would it be fair to say to Wickham and Derby there's play play a one off game and whoever huh. wins stays up? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Oh, that would that would be. I mean, it was nerve wracking for Derby the other day when I was um, sitting with a Derby fan. And yeah, yeah. As I said, but I don't know what I. I as I said, I, I haven't heard it, so I'm assuming they can't surely take it over till next season because they've done the crime or well, they, they did. There was two instances. They did it with Wigan. They relegated them because of the point deduction. But with yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, they carried it over to this year. So right. I suppose it depends it depends on the situation or how bad it is. I right. mean, if obviously... How many points are you looking at? 15, is it again? Or 12? Well, if, or... if it was this year, I think they said six, like Sheffield Wednesday. Or next year, it was about, yeah, 15, uh, 16, possibly, somewhere around there. Which is going to be tough to crawl back if you lose Which that. Which is, yes, yeah, so, well, effectively six wins down, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know, as I said. <laughs> I don't what even know. What would you like... rather if Cardiff were in the situation? Well, you wouldn't want to go down to League One, would you? Basically, because that would be a disaster. So I'd obviously rather take it from next year and try to stay up. But, um, yeah, as I said, it's, 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 it's all too complicated for me to make a comment. So I just... I'll um I'll just pass. I don't know. <laughs> I said if Derby are out the championship, just be fair. Do me a favour because that's a we another team. It's always strange, isn't it? Even though Derby stayed up, and I'm glad they did for for the fan. We know the old uh, Derby mm-hmm. fan, but I just think if we had read if they had gone down, that's another big team out of our way in a selfish way. And Rotherham are never going to compete at the top level of the championship. Well, Barnsley have. Yeah, they have fair play, but as I said, one off and good luck to them. And I pray to God they win the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, your second favourite team, obviously, in it as well. And then the final game on Monday, Fulham confirmed their relegation. Paul Scotty P. Um, they lost at home to Burnley 2 0. Ashley Westwood and the GOAT himself, Chris Wood. Um, one of my brilliant fancy picks with the goals there. Matty Vidra, another unsung hero, probably this season. And Josh Brownhill with the assist for Burnley. Um, for Fulham, on the other hand, though, Lloyds, I mean, we said after Christmas. It was looking like they were going to stay up. Now, you know, we've all got the four of us. Well, apart from Alex, because he, he said he wanted Fulham to go down. The three of us have got egg on our face. Uh, I think, well, I think Fulham, they kind of really dropped off. I saw, like, they got one point from, they lost 27 points available. Uh, one, you'll never guess who that point was against. Uh, well, yeah, they drew his ass. Uh, but, well, yeah, like, they just, they went in really yeah, bad I form. I tried to avoid answering that question. Yeah, <laughs> like they went in really bad form. I think Newcastle's form as well, like that probably pushed them a bit lower, especially with Joe Willock as well winning all those all those late points. But uh, I really like well, I, I really like Scott Parker, and I I really hope he gets a bigger job. Like I watched this, I watched this like team talk before the Liverpool game. Uh, what did they did they draw a win? Aaron was it a win? Yeah, they won. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. I, I was really like Scott Parker. So um, I really hope... I really hope he did win, that was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think, like, out of the three relegated managers, like, I think these are the best managers to go down than having, like, a decent time. Like, not Heckenbottom, like, what, like Wilder, Big Sam and Parker. Like, I think they're all quite decent managers. Yeah, they're all... Well, obviously, yeah, obviously Wilder's not there now and, you know, Big Sam, whether or not he stays, but... I mean, as um, Alex rightly said, I forgot your name, and Alex rightly said, 
Um, they are going to lose a lot of loan players. Obviously, it still baffles me to this day how Ariola signed from. He went from PSG on loan from Real Madrid last year to Fulham and a World Cup winner in 2018. So, mad world of transfers. But, um, I mean, you know, as Alex said, they could bounce back. Knowing Fulham, they are going to be one of the, the biggest threats. But would pre-season, obviously, we'll talk about the FL closer to time, Alex. But would you put these three teams as the favourites looking at the teams in the championship? Obviously, you know, four, one of the four are going to go up. But would you put these three automatically as favourites at the minute? Yeah, well, it'll all depend on, obviously, Sheffield United, who they who they bring in. Do you think Sheffield United could struggle and possibly go down? Because I've seen a lot of people suggest that. I, as I said, I don't think so because I still think they've got a lot of players that have played in the Premiership. They know they know the they know the Championship quite well. I wouldn't suggest they would go down again, but it's all going to be about management now, isn't it? And as I said, Fulham I think could be in the worst position of the three, not because the, not because of Scott Parker, not because because purely they're going to have to invest a lot more money to keep hold of that squad, so they could be. Said worse, but I don't know. As I said, you you guys will probably know. I don't think any it's ever happened before that the three teams got relegated last year, no. straight back up. Never, it's never happened before, is it? No, in, in sort of the modern era, which is which is absolutely incredible, really. And all I'm saying is my final words of the day: long as a team beginning with V gets promoted through the playoffs, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good shout. Just where them are. Yeah, I think that's the can't believe you're saying this, but that's probably the most valued, sensible, <laughs> smart thing you've ever said on the show. Well done. Thanks, Leon. Three teams beginning with B, obviously, you know, we're all partially, we're all neutral in the championship. So even if the team beginning with S goes up, as much as you won't like it. Um, well, this year, this year, can't the three teams that went down last year come back up? Well, yeah, obviously, he said one of them beginning with B, he hopes he's Bournemouth. So. Bournemouth, yeah. yeah. So it would be would it be Bournemouth, obviously Norwich. Oh, wouldn't it be good? Wouldn't it be good if a Barnsley or Brentford went up to see their stadium on FIFA? I mean, prime example, you know. I'd love to see Brentford go up. If I, if I, if I had a choice, I think that'd be the team because I think if they don't go up again, you would suggest that Tony will be sold on again, and they're going to be straight back in the same boat, looking at looking, I suppose, at Peter Butt to sign another strike. Yeah. <laughs> To, you know, to Clark, their goals. Clark Smith has been their, their main option, so but yeah, I, yeah I, I'd like to see Brentford go up. Obviously, I don't want Swansea going up, as, as you all know, and I would never want that to happen. But out of the out of the four, I would prefer to see Brentford than than Bournemouth. But as I said, I don't mind as long as it's not Swansea. I don't care which three of them are, to be honest. But it will be um, interesting in this. They were all the weekend games, obviously midweek games this week, which we'll touch on. Um, in a minute as well. So the league table then, um, trending now. Yeah, Man City are top on 80 points as it stands. Obviously, three points away from the title. They could win it um, on Saturday if they win themselves. And Man United win all their games in midweek as well. But, you know, it's always going to happen really, isn't it? So Man City are top on 80. Man United then on 70 off 34. All the teams are paid to 35 in less stated. Chelsea, 64. Leicester, 63. They dropped down a place after their loss against Newcastle. West Ham, 58. Liverpool got up to 6.57 of 34 games. Tottenham, 56, dropping down a place. Uh, Everton, 55 after 34 games. Arsenal remain in ninth, 52 points. Leeds, 50, uh, going up into the top 10 after their um, good win over 
Tottenham on 50 points. Villa dropped down a place 48. Then Wolves 45. Um, Crystal Palace 41. Both Crystal Palace and Villa have played 34 games. And the rest have all played 35 pretty much. Burnley 39. Newcastle 39. Brighton 37. Southampton 37 off 34. And the three already relegated. Fulham 27. West Brom 26. And Sheffield United 17. So the midweek fixtures then, obviously Chelsea and Leicester's games are being bought forward because they meet in the FA Cup final. So the games they were supposed to play in on the FA Cup weekend has been bought forward. So on Tuesday, the early game, huge game, uh, especially for Leicester. Obviously, Man United pretty much got second now, but for Leicester going for the top four. Six o'clock on BT Sport, it's Man United, Leicester at Old Trafford. And then at quarter past eight, both teams safe now, just playing for the prize money mid-table now. It's Southampton, Crystal Palace, quarter past eight on Sky. Also at quarter past eight on Wednesday, huge derby, London derby um, between Chelsea and then the U- European Conference League. Hopefuls Arsenal, obviously Chelsea still got a glimmer of hope of the Champions League, whether they win it and they'll get Champions League or whether they get it through top four. And then on Thursday, Aston Villa-Everton at six o'clock on Sky. And Man United-Liverpool take two. Northwest Derby, huge game, quarter past eight on Sky Sports as well. Obviously, Liverpool must win for them as well. So two huge games, probably Chelsea-Arsenal and Man United-Liverpool and probably Man United-Leicester are the standout games as well. But for Man United, two games... Um, sorry, that would have been three games in five days. I mean, it's relentless. But really good midweek fixtures to look forward to. Now, um, the next part of the show is a new segment, especially for this show as well. And it's joined. We're joined, as we mentioned earlier, by Year Seven, Ethan Hughes. Now, um, he's been on the the research, the Fabrizio Romano of St Martin's School, really. Um, and researching who people will think will get top four um, was the question this week as well. Hello everybody, my name is Ethan and I will be interviewing three lovely boys today. So could you please tell me what is your name? Uh, Scott. Who, who do you support in the Premier League, Scott? Liverpool. OK, who do you think will become third and fourth in the Champions League next year? Uh, I would say fourth would be Liverpool and Chelsea would be third. Okay, interesting. Hello, what is your name as well? Andrew. Who do you support, Andrew? Liverpool. Okay, um, who do you think will be third and fourth in next year's um, Champions League? Chelsea and Liverpool. Okay, same as your friend Scott by here. Hello, what is your name? Harry. Who do you support, Harry? Arsenal. Okay, who do you think will be third and fourth next year? I'm going to say West Ham and Chelsea. Thank you ever so much. Um, hello, could you please tell me your name, please? Uh, Dylan Courtley. Jacob Javinsky. Okay, so who do you support in the Premier League? Uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Manchester City. Who do you boys think will qualify for the Champions League this year? Um, I think it's a close one, but I think Man City definitely will. Man U, Leicester, maybe Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, any of those, like, three. But I think Man City definitely. Um, that, that's a good... That's a good, um... Wide selection of clubs, but I, I don't think Leicester will make it. I think we're going to have like a surprise. I think we're going to have like a surprise candidate from the midfield, or from like the, from the middle of the table. Okay, thank you. Hello, what is your name, kind sir? Uh, Callum Reedmill. Okay, um, what team do you support in the Premier League? Uh, Cardiff, not in the Premier League, but 
I only support teams in the championship because I'm from Cardiff. So. Okay, that is fair. That is fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, who do you think this year will make it to the Champions League? Uh, Liverpool and Man City, probably. Uh, Tottenham. Mm. I feel like Man U this season. Okay, hello. Could you please tell me your name, please? Uh, my name's Morgan, and I support Liverpool. And you, Kaiser? Um, hello, my name is Cameron Brown, and I support Liverpool too. Okay, um, who do you think this year will make it to the Champions League? Um, I think Chelsea and West Ham, because I think West Ham deserve it, because they haven't had very good seasons, and Chelsea should deserve it as well. And you? Same with them. I think Chelsea and West Ham have been doing really good, so I think they should go through. Hello, can I interview Hello. What is your name? Jacob Davis. <laughs> um, who, what team do you think will make it into the UEFA Champions League this year? Man United. And who do you think won't make it? Liverpool. Okay, um, thank you for your time. So, state your name, please. Jack. Hello, Jack. Who do you think will make it to the Champions League this year? Liverpool. I know. You're at Liverpool. I want Man United. Okay, I, I, I can agree with you. Who do you not want doing it? Arsenal. Okay, fair enough. What team do you think will make it to the UEFA Champions League this year? Um, I think I think Man City will, and I think they'll win it. Who do you think won't make it in that? Um, I don't think Man United or Chelsea won't, because um, I think I think they've made really bad decisions. Who do you, Who think? Do you think won't go into the UEFA Champions League this year? Um, Liverpool. Liverpool. Okay, that is fair enough. Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your time. So, Ethan, your range of answers. Who's the um, obviously Man United winning the league and Man City second. Who is the most favourable to get in fourth? Um, I have had two different teams actually, and I'm gonna be honest. I I didn't know whether to agree or disagree with them. One of them was Chelsea. Okay, I kind of agreed with the Chelsea one because they have done very well this season, especially for the fact they've now got Havertz, um, Ziyech, Ziyech, I don't know how to say his name, and Timo Werner. Obviously, they've never really played in the Prem before, so it's a good start for them. And then you've also got this other one that was Liverpool. It, 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 it annoyed me when people said Liverpool because they haven't done as well as they did last season. Because last season they won. Now they're playing sixth. I don't know what's happened to them. Injuries, you could say. A lot of injuries. Yeah. A certain Mo Salah, who Alex loves, hasn't, hasn't been performing up to his hype, proved out against Kenya for Egypt. So. Yeah, he, he's not... Mo Salah's completely gone terrible. I don't know what's happened to him. Look at that. Common sense, Alex. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say he's been terrible, but he hasn't been. He's not been playing. He's not been playing himself. Yeah, he's like, you are. in like, to other seasons, he hasn't been living yeah, up to that like, expectation now. Like for, for instance, last season they he was playing so well. He li- he was basically the one carrying the whole of Liverpool team to win the league. I yeah. I... Agree on the Salah point, as he said. You know, Alex was oh, he's top scorer. He had a brilliant start the season. Where's he been since Christmas, Alex? Hardly anywhere. <laughs> okay. 
He knows we're right. We're not. Backslide, you're going to step and help me out, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Out, of every, out of every Liverpool player you're going to pick on, right? You're picking on Salah. You literally have Mane. Mane, what's he on? Like four goals a season or something. Yeah, but Salah. Oh, yeah. because, because of Salah's past few seasons, a lot of people, including myself, have high expectations of him. He's, well, he's on 19 he's goals. goals. Yeah, it's like, I oh know. no, what? He has another 30 goals, like 30 goal season again. What the season, the, the season Liverpool really need him be, this season because yeah, even if he scored thirty goals, they still wouldn't be they still wouldn't be the title winners again, would they? I, I will. Well, they'd be in the top four instead of six, like Ethan said. They, but oh, still okay. not even. Though, yeah, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, yeah. For the fact that Mo Salah came from flipping what's it called Roma, yeah, he's not done bad. But he's not done good. He's done all right. I think I think you can all agree with me on that. For the fact that he went from Roma to then straight to the Premier League, he's done all right. He yeah, he well. he he did did yeah, his first season of the record, didn't he? Yeah. Maybe a bit harsh on he hasn't he hasn't done bad. He's he's done bad. We can't even though obviously you you but we've all gotta say he's been the past five seasons he's been Oh, how many it's four scenes he's been at Liverpool now? He's been one of the best players. And this season, I know we scored, was it, 18, 19 goals in Premier League. It's been his worst season. I, I couldn't say he's been bad. Because as he said, he's won the Premier League, he's won the Champions League, he's broke the record. So it's probably... Again, he's this season... Far. Again, this season he's not played himself. Exactly. Played... When they when they when they really need him because they're struggling hardly hardly any defence. We've had the call a few times to be to play for him as well, but that's how much they've been struggling. Like, but they I mean, need they really need him and he struggles. Like this season this season for like I don't know, man like no, Chelsea for instance, yeah. They they were slacking at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. T- I mean, yeah, a point of the season they, they were poor, and I think it's the new manager has really helped them. Um, yeah, uh, this is another one. So I think I think that's probably the majority of what it is, and I think the defense has been able to uh, to improve quite a lot because uh, of just of the new manager generally, and I think that's something that Liverpool haven't been able to do because I mean losing Van Dijk is something that you can't really replace, and especially losing Fabinho then who likes to drop into the back four, you can't really get the same defensive rhythm, so you're not able to see something. At Liverpool, like you've seen at Chelsea. From your research, then, Ethan, it does look like a lot of people are tipping Liverpool and Chelsea to, to, well, I say to catch up. Well, yeah, more so to catch up and get that top four position by the looks of it on on your research. I can agree with the Chelsea side of it. The Chelsea, I can, like Chelsea, again, they've done brilliantly this season. Who would get it it over Liverpool for you? Um, West Ham, Leicester, Everton. I, I think, Arsenal. I think, no, no, I, I, I literally, I completely just Ev- leave Arsenal. Everyone would need a point deduction for Arsenal to catch up. Arsenal's at the bottom of my list. Um, if I have to be honest with you, Leon, I think I would, I think instead of Liverpool, you guys are probably going to say, what the hell, why are you saying this, why are you saying this, blah, 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 yeah. I think instead of Liverpool, West Ham. I, because, I, love that, I love that to happen. Love that to happen. Because West Ham, like again, look on the table, yeah. 
they're one point ahead of Liverpool, which shows they've done better than what Liverpool have done this season. West, with a, West, I can't speak now. West Ham have done so well this season. I think they'd actually be all right, you know. They, I think if they increased, if they increased their players a little bit more, and they had like better, and they like up the players. They could. So we look, so as, you, as we said, the Liverpool and Chelsea, the Champions League, which obviously you know, Liverpool got. I wouldn't say an easy. Last three, but a winnable three. Obviously, they got us at Man United on Thursday, and then they got a winnable three games. And you know, but it has been Liverpool Anfield, so um, we'll never know. Then moving on to the B Tech competition in Europe, the Champions League. It was the second legs this week, um, which saw Man City play at home to PSG. Obviously, they had that crucial lead from. Um, sorry, they went to Paris. In completely lost my bearings now. Um, in the week as well, and then obviously Real Madrid went to the bridge to play um, Chelsea as well. Obviously, one-one in there. But the first game was between Champions League finalists. Now we can call them Man City and PSG. Um, um, well, you know, I got to be neutral, but PSG were a bit of a letdown there. But you know, nevertheless, Man City quality performance winning. Um, 2-0, they're reaching their first ever Champions League final, their first ever European final um, for that matter as well. Because obviously I think the furthest they got in the European competition was when they lost to Real Madrid in the semis a few years ago. But I want to have a go at Neymar here. I'm going to not slaughter him, but have a bit of a go. You all said, you know, you all rate Neymar highly and, and said he, he's this and that. I mean, you know, whatever. But where was he? I I I don't I don't rate him high. He he has gone for it has gone from MSN at Barcelona to absolutely terrible playing. He's been he's been all right, but he hasn't been like Max. You said and Lloyd, you've said about him possibly winning the Ballon d'Or, possibly being no. up there. I mean, where where would you two put Neymar? Am I being harsh on him? I mean, I think you. I mean, I don't think you'd be. Not, I mean, based off his one performance alone, you wouldn't say it was the greatest. Yeah, but it's the biggest stage, and where's he been? I mean, oh. it's easy to say. It's easy to critique them. I mean, he's playing as a very good side, and he's playing essentially, you know, alone. I think the players around him were particularly poor. I think Akali was poor, and obviously he's missing out on Mbappe playing. It's going to be even worse. I need for you. Sorry. Like he's in a PSG side. These like really terrible fullbacks, a really bad midfield. They're sort of variety, and like. Like, well, it's just terrible. Like, you look at the City points, you know, Mbappe, and then the team around him is just shocking. Like, it, it, it's not really a surprise that he did really bad then. And I, I, I do really like him, but uh, I, I still think oh, PSU is probably the wrong move. All he did against Man City was, oh, if he weren't getting the ball, or you just he spent more time on the floor whinging than he did helping PSG, you know. As I said, Man City, excellent performance. Did you get tactical fouled or million? I'm, I'm going to... I mean, come on. I'm going to be completely honest. Neymar is 100% overrated. Yeah, Literally, agree. literally. Agree. At MSN, at, with MSN, when it was flipping Suarez, Messi and Neymar, yeah, Neymar hardly ever... He, he didn't dive a lot. You have to be honest with me on that. He ne- he didn't really dive because he had those there was those three players. They were the best trio ever in football. But then as soon as he moves to PSG, he he's the Oil one of the, he's, the, 
he's the world's biggest diver, and like I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. Um, I don't agree with you, uh, Max and Lloyd. He does not deserve the Ballon d'Or whatsoever. No, no, I, I think that I think that was a Leon's Leon's bad remembrance skill. You like, said that he could be challenging for the Ballon d'Or. I wouldn't put him anywhere. Well, he has a he has a talent too. We don't think in uh, his performance this season warrants that. No, no. I, the I previous scenes at PSG. Would you would you put him up there? No, oh, he's Lewandowski and Messi. Yeah, I would. I would morally, I would morally give it to Lewandowski, Lewandowski and Mbappe. Mbappe, he's been doing well, but Lewand, but Neymar, nah, I'd give it to like this would be my fourth for the Ballon d'Or. Messi and Ronaldo, easy. Lewandowski got a chance. Um, same with Mbappe, he has a chance. I think also Bruno Fernandez could have a chance at it as well. I mean, I think I think Harry Kane over uh, over Ronaldo. I think po- possibly a bit. I love your optimism there, but possibly. Ronaldo has finished. But he's, he's going to. No, 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 no. I mean the optimism on Bruno Fernandez. I was going to cut. I was going to say maybe, maybe a bit optimism on Bruno Fernandez. You know, as much as I love him, him possibly getting him for the band or Harry Kane definitely got out to throw in there. But don't think they did it today last year because of the coronavirus and what have you. No, they but didn't. I, they didn't no. do it. Like, they didn't do it last year. And like, we probably robbed Lewandowski, really, didn't it? Because yeah, I think that he would have won it. Yeah, Lewandowski would have won it easy last year. Um, I've got to be honest with you. The only reason I've put like Ronaldo and Messi in there, like, is because when you think about it, they both tied. They both won five Ballon d'Ors. Yeah, and I think it'd be interesting who, if like who's better in your opinion. Messi or Ronaldo? I'm going to be honest. I prefer Ronaldo. Ronaldo all the way. Why? I prefer Ronaldo. I think he's just got, like, with you prefer, Messi. Do you prefer him or do you think he's better? I, yeah. I, I think I'm both. Both. I, I prefer him and I also think he's better. I think I prefer him because, like, I've grew up loving Ronaldo. Literally, Ronaldo's been my... He's a good player. He's, like, a brilliant player. Ronaldo overall, he's just a better player than Messi. Obviously, yeah. the Messi, obviously, the Messi and Ronaldo debate is is a huge one. It is. You could. It is. It would take a whole show on its own. But actually, on a Man City game for a minute, as we said, Mares quality two goals. Phil Foden as well. Obviously, Dimaria did get sent off as well. And I think Riyad Mares is only the second player to score in both legs of the Champions League semi-final for English club. Um, obviously, Saudi Amani did it in 2017 to 18 as well so brilliant achievement for Pep for Man City can they do it in the final possibly not I thought I know you know Mbappe was injured and what have you I thought he could have come on possibly with half hour to go maybe it being a different story you know obviously he was on the bench he probably I think Pochettino made a bit of an error not to bring him on because if you name him on the bench what's the point if he's on the bench and he's injured, I mean, what's the point in naming him on the bench? Just leave him out altogether. So, possibly another another thing there. But, um, I mean, just sadly. Okay. But any other um, semi-final on Wednesday, it was um, between Chelsea and Real Madrid. As we said, Chelsea took that um, away goal from, um, was it, yeah, last week now, at Real Madrid's training ground as well, obviously, where they've been based. And it all went brilliantly for Chelsea, really. Um, 
Timo Werner getting his goal. Obviously, we had the debate about him earlier. Mason Mount scoring as well. Um, tapping really after a brilliant ball from Pulisic as well. So Chelsea going to the Champions League final. So it's an all-English final. And we said about Timo Werner, he's been directly involved in 22 goals in all competitions. 12 goals, 10 assists as well. Obviously, he did get a bit lucky because Havit should have scored, but um, hit the hit the bar and then come back. And he was a a brilliant tap in as well. Um, and as we said, talked about Chelsea many occasions. They've been brilliant. That's their third Champions League final. Um, they've reached as well. Obviously, did it in 2008 when they lost to Man United on penalties in that famous night in Moscow. And then they obviously beat Bayern Munich in 2012. Um, and I think only Man United and Liverpool have reached four of only reached um, more European finals as well. But something Arsenal and Tottenham never done, never won the major European tournament. So, as well. What was it? The the Super... uh, The Interspheres? The Europa League. The Europa League. They won the Europa League. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've never never won the major European Cup, though, have you? We won the Cup Winners' Cup, 994. The Cup Winners' Cup, so... You know, suppose suppose it's, it's something as well. Um, so obviously the final, the main debate about the final at the minute is where it's going to be held. It's supposed to be um, played in Istanbul at the minute, um, but it, that doesn't look likely because obviously they want UEFA one fans at the games, and because Turkey's on the red list for um, the UK at the minute, you'd have to quarantine, which is something probably most Chelsea fans and Man City fans wouldn't want to do. So last week there was talk that Aston Villa, Villa Park wanted to host it and offered. And then this week it's come out that Wembley want to host it and willing to host it. But now that's looking unlikely because, um, you know, UEFA don't want people to be quarantined, which you obviously have to do. So it's looking like it's going to be played in Porto Stadium in Portugal, which obviously the Champions League final was next year so then it would be 2022 would be hosting St. Petersburg Russia then Istanbul then it would be um, Wembley and then Munich in the, the coming year as well but if you had to put your money on obviously we'll talk closer to the Champions League final but who's your favourite starting with you Max Chelsea or Man City for you uh, Man City for me Lloyd yeah, Man City yeah. just go back to you saying that it could be in Villa Park uh, I think it'd be really funny like you have the, like the nine Istanbul for Liverpool like if, if Man City or Chelsea had that night in Birmingham that'd be really funny <laughs> that, that would be something you see on FIFA career mode and obviously you wear Man City Ethan for you Chelsea or Man City I'm gonna be honest with you mate Chelsea hopefully I'm- I, with with my with my Man United hat on, I quite easily say Chelsea, but uh, I, it's, it's just edging me. I don't know. It's, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a great final. You, you watch, we say that now, and it'd be a boring one nil or something. But I something it something it tells me Man City are holding holding it back as well, just just for that final. But in in the better competition, Europa League, um, Lloyd won't agree with this. Um, as well, he was oh, Lloyd just Arsenal. Where did it go wrong? Uh, everywhere, really. Uh, I to played both legs just terribly. Like first, like we set up this stupid false nine system. Like it literally just a bit of pep there, uh, playing new system for no reason. And then second leg, we played the wrong system again, and well, we couldn't really finish it then. Not bamming at the post twice, and they got taken off. 
which is really stupid. Uh, yeah, it was just an all-round tragic performance and probably the worst time we could have it. But I'd rather lose in the semi-finals than lose in the finals. So can't disagree on like basically just said everything I would have said. But you know, it was a good evening for Unai Emery. You know, it couldn't be a worse team, obviously, apart from Man United in the competition you'd lose to, surely. And Unai Emery. Oh, no, no. He's like, like he's quite respectable. Like, he's, he's going to want three. A lot, a lot of Arsenal fans have regretted sacking Unai Emery. No, okay, no, okay. No Arsenal fan, actually. Actually, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot no, of they don't. on social media and on the phone 606 and talks, but I've said, look, if, if they went back in hindsight, they would have given Unai Emery some more time, possibly yeah, to the end of the season. If you go back in hindsight, then you go, oh yeah, look, look, he's in a final and not. But like, if you give it the context, if you go like, we like we considered three shots to Watford one game, <laughs> like at least like three, like we were getting outshot every single game. There was no structure at all. We wouldn't get the ball in their box. It was one of the Europa League games. I think it was against Standard Liège. We got the ball in their box once and we scored a header off of it. We were tragic. Like anyone saying that, oh yeah, we should go back to Emery. That was a mistake. Uh, genuinely clueless. Do you know what? Do you know what annoyed me a little bit? But uh, what? Do you know what didn't make sense for me with Arsenal? Yeah, the semi-final. I suppose you know Arsenal letting the English sides down. And not making it an all England final. I suppose it didn't go much better for us, but the job was done the first leg. Roma beat Man United 3 2. Edin Dzeko, obviously, ex Man City, getting another goal in a tie. Um, Tellez got an own goal as well. Um, Cristante, sorry, getting um, one of the other goals. Um, Pedro, obviously, ex Chelsea and Barcelona. And Pellegrini was brilliant over the two ties, getting. The assist as well. And Edison Cavani getting the two goals. Fred and Bruno Fernandes getting um, the assists as well. I mean, we've reached Europa League final once in 2017. For you, Max, are we going to win it again? I mean, logic says yes. But Unai, is it going to be a good evening? Um, I, honestly, he's going to pull off a masterclass. You think? Or is that I... your hope? I, I hope. I mean, it's kind of a joke, but it's also in the realm of possibility, I think. I mean, if Sheffield United can do it, Villarreal can do it. Yes. Possibly as well, but it's our first final and Dolly going to social. We finally got past that haunted semi-final stage. Um, as well, some of the stats from it are just we've progressed to our eighth European final, the most with Liverpool um, as well, obviously, only Liverpool have 14 when you include European um, Europa League and all that. And Cavani's the first player to score two goals in both legs of a two-legged semi-final since 1985-86 UEFA Cup when Kales Olofs scored um, for Cologne against um, Vardegrem of Belgium as well. So, um, brilliant start. I think Ole Gunnar Sochaux one of the... Um, only players, I think, to reach a Europa League final that's played and managed. I think I think it's that as well. But the final will be played, we know, in Gdansk in Poland on um, the 26th of May, Wednesday night this time. And then the Champions League final is on the 29th of June, wherever it gets held as well. So two good um, finals to watch there. Obviously, Arsenal didn't make it. But that's it for the St. Martin's Football Show this week. Don't forget, you can catch up with all the episodes on Spotify, um, as well and this week we did the EFL season review as well so you can check that out if your team was in the championship one like Cardiff didn't go up 
um, as well. So that's definitely worth a listen as well. Alongside other shows like Mr. Lopez's Spanish speaking show. You've got the history show on there, the um, St. Martin's radio show that the lower year groups do as well. So all worth a listen Ooh, instead of it for the St. Martin's football show. Thank you for listening and goodbye. It's been 24 hours, I need more hours with you. You spent the weekend getting even. Ooh. We spent the late nights making things right between us. And now it's all good, babe. But I backward, babe. And let me close. Cause girls like you roll around with guys like me to sundown when I come through. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Girls like you love fun and yeah, me do what I want when I come through. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a girl like Maybe I'm barely alive Maybe you're taking me for the last time Yeah Maybe I know that I'm drunk Maybe I know you're the one Maybe I'm thinking it's better if you drive Oh, cause girls like you Run around with guys like me Till sundown when I come through I need a girl like you, yeah Not too long ago I was dancing for dollars No it's really real if I let you meet my mama You don't want a girl like me, I'm too crazy But every other girl you meet is too gazy I'm sure them other girls were nice enough But you need someone to spice it up So who you gonna call Cardi, Cardi? Come and rev it up like a Harley, Harley Why is the best food always forbidden? I'm coming to you now doing 20 over the limit The red light, red light, stop I don't play when it comes to my heart, let's get it though I don't really want a white horse in a carriage I'm thinking more white horses and carriage I need